How are you guys feeling this morning? How are you uh, feeling, Slee, in your undisclosed secret location? Uh, well, I, I, mean, I can't tell you. I, I'm not, not asking only can where. I, I'm I can't just disclose. How. No, but I was going to say is I can't. If I'm not going to disclose where I am, then I also can't disclose how I'm feeling. Like you've, I feel like those go together. You've got to turn off that blurring background. It's cutting off Seriously. half your head. Yeah, that's a mess. That's not working at all. you got to fix that. That, that. that does not work at all. So let's uh, fix that. Roars to you. Buenos Anna, dias. You Buenos dias, Jorge. Um, Emily went to see the longest movie in the history of mankind last yeah. night. We'll get to that in a little bit. Slee, you that's much better, Slee. Much better. I didn't even know it was blurred. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's I much got better. You. Well, now I can I can see. Now yeah. you were like it's just this disembodied the black t-shirt on the black background was just like a floating <laughs> slew ahead. <laughs> it was it I was you're a very actually going to say that that's what you preferred. You preferred that over anything. <laughs> no, it's just I I mean, if we're going to do it, I need to see like the outline of your your general being, just not the disembodied head. How was Palm Springs last night? Uh Palm Springs um by the way, you're not a good guy, okay? I'm not. No, you're not a good guy. I knew that already, but why Why this time? Why were you rooting so hard for me to hit this unbelievable traffic? <laughs> oh, that definitely was. I 100%. Because I have to do it every day, and I want other people to suffer, too. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you, after all? Okay, so Trav, by the way, about nine minutes into my car ride, said, hey, are you there yet? Okay, not cool. That is cool. Okay, not cool. Um surprisingly you probably got to palm springs before i got home <laughs> you might be right i got i got to connect off of those uh that that 10 minutes early surprisingly it took me two hours and about five minutes or so that's pretty good yeah between two five and two ten uh so it actually did not take that long and that was actually that was with traffic that was you know how it is trap they want to I love the roads that the freeways where there's construction going on and they got to close off three lanes. Why not just three? Do three. I mean, if you're going to do... Why not do them all? Yeah. You know <laughs> Why not get you completely off the freeway, reroute you over the mountains? Just if we're going to do it, let's do it. If you're going to do one, you might as well do all of them. <laughs> um, but, but even with that, I still got there right around two hours or so. But I just kept watching. What, what are we? We're almost in November, and I know this is Palm Springs, but I just kept watching it like 90, <laughs> 95, 98. Got all the way up to 107. 107 was our uh, was our max. Was it that? Because it's funny. I knew it was going to be hot. I didn't know it was going to be that hot. I was watching baseball when I got home. I was watching the Diamondbacks and the Phillies, and first pitch at the Diamondbacks team, it was 103 degrees. Ooh, like really? it, yeah, it was it was screaming hot in Phoenix. Palm Springs and Phoenix are about the same temperature wise. So uh, apparently, one hundred seven. You said that's it's not everything's it was, fine. It was one hundred seven, but it felt like not a hair over one hundred four. <laughs> one hundred four <laughs> in the shade with the breeze. <laughs> exactly, it, it felt like one hundred four. Um, Palm Springs. So this arena, I know we were talking a little bit about it yesterday. Brand new arena. I think they just built it in December of 2022. It's the it houses the minor league team to the Seattle Kraken. Um, you know what, Michael and I were talking about it yesterday. I think this is going to be a spot that every single year the Lakers have a preseason game. I think that's that's going to happen. Uh, I even heard somebody say I can't remember who it was, but somebody had said, "Why not mix in a regular season game there 
when you're going to play the Phoenix Suns. You got a lot of people from Arizona that are also, whether it's just the distance, whatever the case is, but you got a lot of people that, that are also in Palm Springs. Arena's really nice, only 11,000. It, you know, it's kind of weird. I don't remember seeing a stadium like this, or I just, it's, it's basically take crypto and take the, the 300 section out. Mm. So that's as far as you go. Like it's like literally taking one, which is take slice one level off, and that's what the arena was. But uh, it's like envir- a college stadium. I, I've been to like some smaller, like UVA has a three hundred section, but it's kind of like a smaller college size. I'm assuming. Yeah, and even the upper section was, I think, just all suites. So it was, um, but the layout was really nice. Um, I, I I thought it, this is kind of the definition of a must win. Apparently, the Lakers did not. Neither did the bench. <laughs> and uh, two and four preseasons done. But Palm Springs was beautiful. Was was everybody there over the age of eighty five years old, or was it a younger Palm? Springs? If <laughs> if there is such a thing as a young Palm, well, Springs there is crowd, DeAndre, who's our DeAndre uh, games department. is the under eighty five component of the the crowd. Yeah, DeAndre was the only one. DeAndre was basically uh, – he was royalty there for how young he is. Everybody else was seven, north of 75. <laughs> yeah, it's Palm Springs, right? I it's brought a, my golf clubs. It's a retirement community. It's it's where people go to kind of, you know, run out the clock, so to speak. <laughs> if they ever host the game there, there, do they have to start the game earlier because of this? Because <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's conflicting with dinner reservation? <laughs> Actually, well, I work perfect with my schedule. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound like the end of the world. That's good. So, M, you went to go see uh, Killers of the Flower Moon last night. I did. You texted and you said, okay, I'm getting ready to spend the next four hours of the <laughs> evening there. And it was the sun was still up and everything yep. else when you went in. Yep. Uh, you said to me this morning that you don't think this is one for me. Yes. I think that you, your life is better by sitting it out in the okay. theater i think by I, the way that's all i need all i needed was a small opening to i don't yep. know if this is that's all okay, I give needed. us and give us uh <laughs> as much details as you can of why trav okay is it just time is it so, just time okay. is that it um it's time it's also um i think it's i think it's good i i do think that it's slow i think that you would get I think you would come into the theater being like, I didn't need to see that in the theater. Yeah. I think that if you saw on a Sunday afternoon, you had some time to kill, or you were on a flight, or all the good stuff, I think it's a well-made movie with important topics, but I just do think that it's too long. It's an hour too long. I was just going to say, is it simply, and take the Travis portion of the equation out, is it just too long, full stop? Not too long yeah. for me, just it. the movie is too long. Yes. Yeah. I think that they could have cut out Several scenes, but and I know it's blasphemous to say, several scenes between De Niro and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and it would have been a fine movie. I think that they're just, it was almost as if they're trying way too hard to get as many scenes of them as possible for like Oscar contention. Mm. But my main takeaway from the movie, and this is essentially spoiler free, so I, I'm going to be very general with what it has. I'm going to say about it, but it's a movie that has a great two acts. I think it moves. The, t- the tension is different than other Scorsese movies. There's a lot of tension in silence. There's a lot of tension in, in dread. And in dread you know is coming. First two uh, acts, great. Third act, I feel like, was a little shoehorned into it. Maybe the original theory, but then he goes back and fixes it with the first two acts. And then... It just feel like the third act. He wanted to have a lot of set pieces. He wanted to have a lot of. He wanted to have a big courtroom scene. He wanted to have a big jail scene. He wanted to have Jesse Plemons come in and do all this and be menacing. So I think that the third act lags because one specific person is not in a lot of the third act, and she was 
like I could not keep my eyes off of her when mm. I was watching that movie. And then the final scene, um, again, to see whoever wants to see it, it is once you see it, you can see where my frustration is with that third act. Slee, when you go to a movie, yeah. do you watch it like M or do you just go in there and watch it like, okay, I like that, I didn't like that? Because you 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 watch it with a very discerning eye. You you watch it with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're looking at the construction of the movie. Like this In works. Context to why the movie was made. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, like, and and I'm I'm saying that as a compliment to you because I just go in there and watch it and when it's over I go, Yeah, I either like that or I <laughs> Your don't. Your gladiator thumbs right, up. Thumbs right. Down. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. I'm glad I saw yeah. that or well that was a, like for instance, Oppenheimer, when yeah. I went and saw that way too long. Yep. And but I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it. Generally speaking, I thought that it was a good movie, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you. Well, I wish they would have done this slightly differently, or I thought yeah. they spent too much time here, not enough time there. Where do you, Lancely? Trev, what what's the? Can you do the Michael Rogers voice real quick? Just well, for you know, it's just you know, yeah. good, good. Do it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so can you use that same voice and just add to me that? Hey, I really liked that movie. I liked it. That yeah. <laughs> so I think. That's that was probably. more Sly Stallone than Michael. <laughs> that was more Rocky Balboa. But De Niro was, you know, and then DiCaprio. I think you got you the point the right. of what um, I think you got the point of what I'm trying to describe. It's either I sound like that as close to that as possible, and I either said I liked it or I didn't like it, and most likely I'm probably just going to say I like it, and then I'm moving on yeah. of like, all right, what are we eating, and where are we going from here? <laughs> well, yeah, because sometimes when I ask, why'd you like it? I just liked it, mm. and that's a perfectly fine yeah. explanation. But I know if I ask Emily why she likes something, she's going to give me a very detailed rundown. Yeah, she's thoughtful. Of, well, that's what I'm saying. She's watching it differently than you. She's watching it yeah. with a more sophisticated point of view. Yeah. I'm just like. Those planes are pretty fast. <laughs> the, there's really Jennifer cool. Jennifer Conley's pretty. There's, there's cool cars. There's, there's cool Conley's fire. hot. Um, and if anybody, anybody ever wants to know, like my more detailed, maybe containing spoiler review, I have like a Letterboxd account, and I usually do a little review on that. So my did you Letterboxd do it already? Is, yeah, is e. Wait, when did you do it? I do it as I'm leaving the movie. I do it my first reaction. I kind of do like. I, usually it's just How like one funny quip. Okay. But this one was like this one was like several paragraphs. It kind of again talked about why certain things rubbed me the wrong way and why certain things I think worked. But De Niro is his most menacing I've ever seen him. That's saying something, okay. by the way. He okay, is so, just um, evil. So with all that, with the background that you just gave, you're encouraging people, hey, go check out the movie? I mean, for Travis, if you're saying no to, I get it because it's six hours and 45 <laughs> minutes. But for others, yeah. are you encouraging encouraging them to go see it? I think if you are someone who enjoys the history of film, who enjoys sitting and being in a theater for a long time, and who enjoys uh, knowing what's going on in the Oscar race and being fo- fully informed on that, I think you should go see it. I think for the general public, it's going to be dissatisfying. Yeah, that's 0 for 3 for me. I agree. Like the, the, the three things that you, you were just throwing up the numbers to me, yeah. and I'm like, not sure what is. Well, what's it was he... Oscar race, not really, yeah. don't care. How it's made, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm mildly interested in that. And then the first thing is just like, how long is it? Yeah. That's, yeah. those are the. But if you want to see a masterclass of menace from uh, De Niro and DiCaprio, uh, I think that's it's, a good a, it's pitch. worth it. And then Lily Gladstone is. Amazing. Is, is her it. performance the most memorable? I think her performance is the most memorable because we've never I've never seen her before and she is the beating heart of the film 
And why the third act does not do as well is because there's very little of her. And okay. that's why I think I, I, I left a little unsatisfied. But I think I graded it as a four out of five. I think that Jorge would like it. I think Al you might be in the middle. And I don't. I think you can watch it on a plane. Why? Why is Jorge on your team? Because I think the cinematography and the okay. and the direction is something that he cares a lot sure. about, and I think that's really important. So uh, basically, Jorge, Trav and I are, are, and I are idiots. Yeah, I'm counting all these things. Yeah, Dude. I, I want to watch it. I've seen uh, Oppenheimer twice. Okay, one just to watch it. Uh, me and Brenda started watching it. She kind of like checked out, and then the second time I went uh, with a different friend of mine. And you know he loves cinema. You know I love. You're looking yeah. at it more like M exactly. looks at it. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna eat yeah. up this. You might you know again there are many bathroom breaks. I did actually mentally note it. <laughs> um, as soon as Jesse Plemons come on after that first scene, go to the bathroom. You got some time. Okay. Uh, an we- hour into it, when they go, when a character goes to like wave- enough time to go get a drink and get yes. a snack kind yes. of time. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, after Can I run to <laughs> throw a load of laundry in and come back. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, when a character goes to a funeral home and has a debate at the funeral home take a take a bathroom break there um and then Can I ask a stupid question go ahead is the movie exciting at all or is it just like intense and heavy? well that was stupid um <laughs> it's hard to answer okay i think that there are i did feel like there was a lack of kinetic energy yeah but i think because the what they're trying to say about the Osage and what Daenerys' character is trying to say about the Osage uh, and depicted in this are that they are very deliberate and they're very quiet and the quiet moments are what is interesting. And so I think that is what is interesting, but you're not going to get Top Gun Maverick. You're not going to get The Departed. You're not going to get Goodfellas. Yeah. That's not this movie. Those are intense movies. Yes. That there's, I like this has a lot of suspense. Kinetic energy. This is energy. This is more compelling perhaps than exciting okay yes. trav if i had to give you one or the other when we did our four hour show earlier in the week mm-hmm. if you had to go back and <laughs> listen to the four hour podcast or you had to go see the movie which one would you pick the movie the because i know where to go to the bathroom i know i know where <laughs> emily has already figured out where the bathroom breaks are so i can uh, i can act accordingly an hour in is two that, hours in and two and a half hours in. Is that not like a Twitter handle in itself that you go to movies and that's all you do is you say, here's where you should take your breaks? So I feel like I think I've told somebody you doing the hard work there. Quarterback Carson Palmer and I believe his brother Jordan created an app that is exactly that. That this is the time that you you got five minutes, you can miss the whole thing, it doesn't affect plot at all. This is the point that you go. It's like you go in, you know. 45 minutes and 26 yeah. seconds. That's when you go. You need to be back by 48, 22, <laughs> and that's your window to go do this. I yeah. believe they – I don't know if it's still out there, but they had a thing where they were doing that. But, again, if you're there, if you're, if you're trying to do it, uh, right after Jesse Plemons shows up as the How's FBI agent um, – mm-hmm. Okay. He doesn't have a lot to do. He's a very classic Jesse Plemons character, which is menacing, but doesn't have a lot to do. But I have a story about a, another person in the theater last night that I want to share, but uh, we can do it on the other side. We will do that coming up in just a little bit. And Al, you were out in Palm Springs last night, and there is one specific worry that you had after watching that last night. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah. So the reason I'm playing this song right now is because Billboard put out a, uh, a list of the top 500 pop songs of all time. And Macarena happens to be the fifth hundred. And this, uh, oh, it's, it's the last one on the it's list. It's the last one on the list. But uh, it's important because it was one of the first you oh, know, yeah. Spanish songs back in 19, uh, August 3rd, 1996. is when it hit the, the you know, number one. Did Selena this have any? This song's almost 30 years old. Almost 30 years old. Oh, 96. my. <laughs> Wait, it came out in 96 this year? <laughs> 96. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, Emily's doing the dance, too. I think I might have known it at one point in my life. I don't know it anymore. I know the chicken dance. <laughs> well, this is also something you can you can macarena at almost any song. You any just have to song. do it at a different fa- uh, speed. <laughs> yeah, I, I need the uh, the beat to kind of keep me locked <laughs> in. Were you a macarena guy, Salih? Oh, come on, I think I still do it a couple times a week. <laughs> just drive. He's in it right now. Look at, him. Look at him. He's in it right now. <laughs> yep. just, uh, yeah, I, I feel like you're about it. to morph no into your it. sprinkler, where you kind of. <laughs> no, no, Al, that's not the one. It's not the. One. I thought those were the same thing. <laughs> I thought those were the same thing. And you also have to move and face a different direction if you're re- really doing the Macarena. It's great. It's good so dance. if that's 500, I would yeah. imagine that we're going to get number one at some point today? At some point we'll get number one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, and, I'll, I'll, go ahead. I'll, I'll look through the list and see if we have some Selena in there, some Taylor Swift. Okay. But we'll look around. See I've looked. There there's one yeah. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I don't All want right. to give it away. Oh, geez. <laughs> you guys feel the heat yeah. from that? Just, and why are you mad at us? one Taylor Swift. I'm just, I think that's fine. I think the, the no, ranking no, you don't. Don't. Is, no, you don't. Clearly yeah, you, you don't. don't. The choice of the you one they used, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shocked. I, I, want, I want to ask you something, and I want you to engage the purely intellectual part okay. of your brain and not the emotional side, Okay. The fact that all three of us instantly went said that you're not fine with it. Do you accept the fact that you're not fine with it? Yeah. Okay, good. I okay. intellectually. <laughs> but that's the person that beat believe around. It or not, <laughs> believe it or not, your tone your tone gave it that you are not too happy. Okay, I'm it. just going to get into it right now. We can talk about other things less, but okay. So, uh, no, 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 wait till no, we play the song better. No. That okay. way we can set you up. Yeah. Okay. Just fine. wait for the song you, to come So up. you're what not as angry. Oh, we'll tell you. We'll tell you. Are you angry that it's only one or that the song that they picked does not represent Both. the one that you would have picked? Both I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid. I'm not mad that it's only one because I think that that's very fair for the breadth of her career and how recent it is. I am interested why it's this one and the person that's like fourth places above her. I'm like, really? <laughs> we'll play the song for you guys coming up uh, later in the program. I can't wait. Just email the company, whoever put out the list. Email them, man. Is it a song I will know? Yes. Okay. Then it can't be that bad of a choice, right? Sure. Because if I, I mean, and I, I think I'm a good barometer for this because I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I had a daughter who listened to Taylor Swift for a while. So I'm familiar with some of it. If it's if it's on the list, it feels, and it I know it. It just wouldn't have been 
not your choice. choice. Yeah, you want like a deep cut? Obvious. No, I don't want a deep cut. I want the top 500 pop songs of all time, and I think that she has a different one than the one chosen. She has better anyway, ones. Anyway, we'll, we'll play it I later, mean, and like, I'll I get just, into it. This is... I, I know <laughs> yes. you will. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so you said something this morning when we were talking, uh, getting ready. You were out in Palm Springs last night watching yep. the final preseason game, and the game itself, whatever, Lakers lost, I... I could not care any less because it's preseason and everything that comes along with that. But you brought up an interesting, you know, area of concern getting ready for when they kick it off for real on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think you said it best, right? It is preseason. It is what it is. But this is the final game, so it's the final preseason game Lakers play. And then they'll be in Denver on Tuesday. They'll go up against uh, the Nuggets. Nuggets will get their rings. I think we've just assumed, and I've done it for years, that – yeah, Bron's still going to put up his 28-7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah, he'll be fine. Like, I, I think we're, we are ignoring how – and I'm not even talking about appreciate what he's done because I think we've already done that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking more about just the assumption that LeBron is – yeah, he's all good. Yeah, 21st season, no problem. Yeah, yeah, Bron's still top 10 in the league, no problem. Bron needs to carry the Lakers, no problem. I, I, I can't even tell you the – I can't even pinpoint it other than we've just never seen this happen. So how how are you not concerned going into a year where you're just assuming this player who has logged the amount of minutes that he has, that's going to be in his 21st season in the NBA, that's played three additional seasons of just playoff basketball. This would technically be his 24th season if you count the playoff games that he's played. How can you not have that as a concern. It's nothing that Braun can do about it. It's nothing that anybody can do about it. But I think we so easily just turn the page on that and say, well, he's fine. He's been doing it for 20 years. And I I, I guess it kind of dawned on me a little bit yesterday. And there wasn't a play. It wasn't like anything specific or anything like that. But I'm watching LeBron go up against Kevin Durant. I'm, I think the, the stat was that those two haven't played against each other since 2018. And predominantly it's because KD's been injured, Bron's been injured, whatever the circumstances are. Bron still did his thing yesterday. What, he have 19 points, he had six rebounds, uh, played 22 minutes, 6 of 12. From the, Bron was doing exactly what he did in, in 22 minutes of play, but there's a part of me... I was watching him pregame. He's just warming up by himself. He's just got some people getting the ball for him. He's there with Phil Handy, and he's doing his whatever drills that he's doing. And it's so incredible that he's in this spot, but how does that not run into your mind that what you're really depending on, put AD to the side, put the role players to the side. You're depending on a player that's going to be in his 21st season in the NBA. How don't you have a little hesitation or concern? I guess I guess where I keep coming in, I, I hear you. Why now? Like wh- because this, what everything you just said in year seventeen would have been a, a, a valid concern. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Why is twenty one the tipping point? Because I, I, your concerns I think are valid, but why now? Can I be honest with you? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no. I, I think it's just the. It continues. It's been happening where you've seen Braun still put up the numbers. Braun still delivering. It's not like he's had this. I, I, I'm with you that I've waited here for the last three, four years. Like, okay, hey, that drop is coming. And it's not to say he's the same player he was when he was, you know, winning a championship in Cleveland yeah. or something along those lines. But but it's close. But we've but we've if it's never been done before, 
and and we've been having the conversation for the last couple of years. Maybe it's just kind of reached a point where it's past the number 21, the fact that he'll be churning, what is it, 39? Is he turning 39 in December? I think it's 39 December. Okay. I, I'm not sure why it's happening now, but I, I don't know what it was about yesterday that I'm just watching this player still doing it at this level and saying, it can't go forever. Like, that's not how sports work. That's not how the human body works, you know? There's there, there's just that piece of me that, yeah, I think that's going to be something that I watch all season long because it, it's still happening and it's still happening at this level. doesn't all add up. It's the same concern I've had for five years, re- almost from the moment he got here. Not that he wasn't still a very good player. He is, but the eight, like, for instance – when it's Tom Brady and it's Drew Brees and it's like, hey, is this the new normal where guys are going to play into their 40s? No, it's, it's not. not. But it's normal for Tom Brady, and I think that LeBron falls into this category too. This is not normal. Like you said, it's unprecedented. But for him, I've kind of – I don't know. Maybe it's just the point that you're at right now. I was at four years ago, and I've just kind of come to the grips of when it comes to this guy – I mean, I, I understand he's not going to play till he's 65 years old, but – I'm going to wait for it to happen before I really start to worry about it happening because I was worried about it happening four years ago and it didn't happen. I was worried about it happening three years ago and it didn't happen. And I I thought that the the injury thing is the part that's just kind of shrug your shoulders, cross your fingers and hope that nothing bad happens, right? You just because that's the, that's the thing that nobody can predict or foresee. Nobody can predict. And it also just, it's, it's the human body, right? Sure, the mileage sure. that he has on it and everything else. But yep. the part that I've kind of punted on, and I don't know if this is what you're getting at or not, but the part that I was concerned about that I'm not anymore is that, uh-oh, he can't do this anymore. Yes, he can, <laughs> right? That Because the, the production and the numbers, like you said, it's not what it was, but it's really close. Oh, it's he doesn't. Uh, last play, year's stats alone are ridiculous. So that, that's what I'm saying. It, he doesn't play the same style, and he plays a little more strategic in how he goes about it. But this, hey, he's going to show up one day, and he's not going to have lift on his shot, or he's not going to be able to get to the basket, or he's not as strong. He's getting he's getting bodied by a younger play. No, not really. <laughs> not really. And I get it that he's at an age that's unprecedented. He's at a point in his career that's unprecedented. But other than just bad luck. I don't think it's coming. It just because if 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 he's just one of one, it's a, you can't predict the future on this because there's never been somebody at this point. I I'm not worried about hey, is he just going to show up and not have it? I'm more worried about just the randomness of players getting injured because that ha- that could happen to anybody at any time. And if it did happen to him, he's at a point in his career where it may be a little slower, more difficult to rebound. Until you look back to last year where he came into the playoffs or towards the end of the season and just took off and looked like himself again. He, he, it's, it's imp- he's an impossible player to try to forecast because we've never seen it before. I think there's – maybe part of this is you walked in the last year and they have 33 wins. So the expectations – I know we could sit here and say, well, there's always expectations on the Lakers. Yeah, but there's also realistic expectations. When you're walking into a year where you won 33 games, nobody's picking you to go make a run. This year they're coming off the Western Conference Finals – now the Lakers are one of the teams that everybody's expecting to get back there or surpass whatever those expectations were, and it's not like that route's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm just sitting back and I'm like, still this guy? Still depending this much on this guy? That I, I, I think we've come to a point where – I think what you just said was perfect too, where you said, 
Al, four years ago I thought that. Three years ago I thought that. Two years ago I thought that. That There comes a point where um, it's just now, no, he's going to do it because I've seen him do it. I've, I've doubted him for so long. It just can't go forever. No, it can't you know go I mean? forever, but you know my philosophy. I'm going to go by what has happened every other time and assume it's going to happen again until it doesn't. I'm going to assume the Clippers are not going to thrive in the playoffs because they don't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume the Chargers are going to charge her because they do. I'm going to assume the Dodgers no-show in the playoffs because that's what they do. I'm going to assume LeBron's going to show up and play great because that's what's happened every other year, right? That that. Now, it doesn't make any sense, but it, it it's the reality of watching LeBron James play basketball. He shows up and he plays great. It's just, I guess, it, it's just that's what he does. And, and maybe this offseason was, hey, let's go get as many players as we can that can step in because, as has kind of been the conversation, you just want them ready at the right time, whatever those numbers are in the regular season, which – they have still never dropped off, so I don't know when they're going to drop off, but I, th- that was one thing that I kept thinking about yesterday. Go ahead and send in your Ask Sleaze. That's coming up in about 15 minutes from right now. DeMarco Farr is going to join us at 12 o'clock as well. And coming up next, you were talking about KD, LeBron on the court together for the first time in five years. What about five years from now? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, your guess, guys. Where is this song on the list? It is on the list. Top 500. Uh, pop songs of all time by Billboard. Top 500. I saw it, 237. Okay, I was that's gonna, a good guess. I was going to split the difference and go 250, like right in the middle. Okay. No, it's got to be lower Berg? than that. This is, it's, I don't mean, I don't fully know what we're talking about, but I <laughs> would say. Top they, 500 pop songs of all time. Of all don't time. Don't ask this, about Taylor Swift. According to Billboard. Situation. I Please think don't this ask one about it. is. 122. Oh, you think it's okay? I do think it's higher. This well, is a great pop song. It is. Guess I mean, what? It's still hits. It's number 99. 99. We all lose by prices right rules. We all went over. We all went over. We're not doing over. I was close. I win. Peak at number one and July 16th, 2011. Are these guys also one hit wonder like champions of the world? I think they had another they had a whole song. album. I think there was that well, one album I mean, and that was they it. all have albums. <laughs> right, but, LMFAO, right? Yeah, it's LMFAO. Yeah. They have another song that I think well was with um Psy, the guy who did Gangnam Style. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the, that doesn't count either. <laughs> no, he's a one hit wonder. So I think they look well, if your next maybe best. Oh, no, he's very popular. A collaboration very, very with Psy, not in yeah. not in America. Yes. Psy had that one song here. I yes. don't think he had much more than that. You know, Greg, there's Korea, more to life than just hey, America. We're talking okay? about here right now. Right. I understand right. there's a larger world and you and your secret agent world going all over the place. Yes. But yes, this is uh, number 99 on the list. Uh, it beat out a lot of great songs, including a lot of great Taylor Swift songs, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, but here it is. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the Taylor Swift song and we'll talk about, we'll talk about it later. But just wanted to put this in did there. You see the little did, gr- did you see the little girl, the, the Taylor Swift thing? I don't think so. Oh, I think we actually have it in the system, Emily. Is it labeled as? I don't know. Brian put it in yesterday. Okay. I had him put it in yesterday, but it was a little girl, like a baby, w- watching football, 
And I, if you can find it, I, I want the sound to tell the story. Let me ask you this. Yes. Did, and you need to be honest here because did you hear our last segment? Somewhat, not all of it. Okay, so okay. that's a no. Okay, okay. I know you're talking We're, about the yeah. Lakers, and no, then no, I got a call no, no, and I had to do something. Before that, yeah. The reason that. I'm asking is top 500 pop songs of all time. Yeah. How many Taylor Swift songs do you think are in the top 500? Okay, how no, many? no, no. I got it wrong. Top right 100. Wrong. Top 100. How many is in the top 100? Okay. 100. Okay, how many are in there? I yes. would assume there would be a lot, but because you're asking me this question, one. It is one. Yes. It is one. Which, Which I think is like five. <laughs> Trav, Trav, personally, one too many, to be honest with you. One too many. <laughs> Well, right, Alan, which I one was it? Today. Is it shake it off? We don't know yet. Oh, we, we don't know, know yet. Oh. Because Emily is of the opinion that they chose the wrong song. Oh, they chose the yeah. wrong yeah. song. Yes. And so what song went, does she? Did you know what song she we're, thinks we're, it is? It's, we're teasing it. That's oh. not all. And somebody went higher than her. Oof. Y- yes. And she's not happy about it. That Taylor oh. has beef with. Do you know oh, how many she has wow. in the top five hundred? Uh, it is very hard to search on this list, okay. um, so I'm trying to get that. Come on, Billboard, <laughs> get it together. Get There's your, a lot of ads. Get your act together. You were saying to me that you're thinking about coming to the Rams game this yeah, week? Yeah, I, mean, I want to go to the Rams game on Sunday. I missed the last two weeks, but I went to the first one that was at, at SoFi. But this is my dilemma, and Al, you can help me with it, with it okay. too. So um, normally my Sundays consist of sitting down, watching Red Zone, and seeing every single game so I can come in on Monday and be and talk intelligently about every single game. You okay there, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, but if I go to the Rams game, it takes everything. I don't. I miss the early games. I miss the early window. I miss the late window. So I miss all of those games. The I can go thing home. You get a Sunday night. But yes, I get yeah. the Sunday night game, which is probably the best game of all. It's Philly and Miami. Yeah, that's that a good one. Really, really good game. But if I go, I miss all. I miss the whole window. The late, early games, late games, all of it. So, which should I do? Because I'm not. If I go, Emily, like I'm not helping you on the broadcast in the. In, uh, yeah, not really. No, no, I'm just sitting. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I'm yeah. just hanging out. So, like, Greg, I got the answer for you. Thank you. Give me my answer. You go. You go to the game because part of also, you know, what you're going to end up doing on Monday and radio and everything else is. I'm sure there's going to be stories. I'm sure there's going to be some entertaining moments. I'm sure there's going to be random things that you guys bring up that spark a conversation. As far as all the other games, I mean, you can't watch every game. Watch a little NFL primetime. Maybe just catch the important ones that you think have the most uh, local ties to it. I say you go to the game. Trev? Eh. <laughs> it's because you I go mean, every game. I mean, it, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I, I, on, you're asking me my honest on, opinion. Honest opinion. I don't want you're you to lie to me. You're much better served getting a lot of little things from a lot of places right. than a deeper. We have a deep dive covered emily's there kirk's there i'm there right demarco's there jb's there like the that got the rams game covered that is covered that but you being able to say oh i saw this in this game or that game or whatever it may be right might be more um advantageous to the station at large See, but Berg, are you, what, are what you going think. to work or are you going to just well, hang out i mean like when i go there so i go hang out and see uh, see the broadcast i sit in there with the broadcast for a minute i, yeah, I okay. sit next to emily and kirk and trav and we talk about the game while we're watching watching the game i'll go down if we have the suite i don't know if we have it today i'll go down to the suite and talk to the partners this i mean may i'll go do a bunch of things sway you one way or the other okay the espresso machine is operational Ooh. Ooh, I get my own coffee on my way in. That's more important. I, I understand, but they have cans Marie's, of nitro cold brew, yeah, which are nitro great. Cold brew. I've good. never had cold brew. Oh, not once. Greg, 
You would. It's, I can't. You would love it. Here's what I. Right. It's you're a wired can for of nine, black nine coffee. That's terrific. Just terrific. Huh. Not good, but really, really good. And there's a custom espresso machine. I mean, that sounds really nice. So, and so there's great food, and there's all. And it's actually, it's, eh, Greg, let me tell you what can be good. Yeah. My only experience with you at SoFi. Oh, we had a great time. Maybe that's what I thought. I just uh, like imagine that you're going to be going and tailgating, and you're going to be hammered before 10 a.m. even <laughs> happens, and you still got three more hours before the drinking game starts. scotch out of a little out of a drinking plastic bottle, scotch and whiskey. <laughs> Trav, I thought that's what he's doing. If he's going there to just sit next to you guys, then maybe you I, should be at home because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Like I, I spend a quarter in with the broadcast and I sit with Adam Bronstein and I just kind of yeah. watch what he's doing and listen to JB and MJD. And then I go sit with you for like two quarters. Mm-hmm. I go down to the, I went down the suite and talked to partners for a little bit in the middle there. Um, I talked to some like Jory and Caitlin at the Rams, but like, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm more, helpful to the station and to Mason in Ireland and maybe even to you guys when we talk in the morning Breaking, if I watch everything. Update, update. This may be the deciding factor I like in your deciding entire factors. Uh, decision making yes. process. Yes. Beto just texted me. Uh-huh. He says he's got you hooked up for a tailgate if you want. Let's go. I got a tailgate. He just texted me. <laughs> yeah. Beto, you swayed me. What yeah. time I got to be there? That's how it should be done if you're going to go out there. I mean, you're already going to pay. Go as a uh, fan. Yeah, Get that's in what with I'm your saying. Yeah, I'm not do saying, that. But, but yeah. go in and have a good time. Go eat and go have a oh, beer and go enjoy yourself. If pay two eighty uh, for parking. I'm not saying you got to get wasted. No, I'm just saying go have a beer with the guys and then come in, watch a little football, maybe have another beer on your way out. Enjoy Let, your afternoon. Let's be honest. Do anybody? Do either? Any of us get wasted at this point? Well, maybe Trav. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what else is going on. Yeah, I, I don't know if you want me to answer that question. <laughs> He was at home. I didn't see anything. That's no, right. Thank you, Jorge. I don't see, know Jorge what he has to talk about. We're having a good time. He knows how to do it. Hey, you, you can have a good time. Chivatos. <laughs> <laughs> They're chivatos. See, I, I, wasn't there. I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we also have the little girl sound if you want to see Oh, yeah, you got girl. that. Okay, so okay. this is so this is. I saw this on uh, Instagram. I sent it to M. She had already seen it. But this is typical to the world that we're living in right now. Okay. Football. You're excited for football? Yeah. Can you tell me what you like about football? No, thank you. Who's playing football? I, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> Who's your favorite football player? Oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Such yep. like an adorable little two-year-old. Okay. She's, she's in a, a, a Chiefs cheerleading outfit, excited to watch uh-huh. football because. Of- I, I am so excited for football. <laughs> I'm so excited for football. She should see if she wants to join a fantasy league. It's super cute, but it's it's just what we're looking at right now. People are watching football because of Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. People will always watch football because football is awesome. And the NFL has cracked the code to whatever it is that we like about sports, the NFL has all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But the fact that a little girl wanting to watch Taylor Swift play football is news, I think speaks to the quality of games we've gotten so far this year. (laughs) They haven't been great. Last night was... Last night was a great game. It was a little great girls game. tuning in to watch a really great game between the Eagles and no, the no, Jets. No, no, no. Now a fans that, for that life for her. This is news that we're still mining the Taylor Swift uh, content. I think speaks to how bad the regular content has been. That last night's game was good. And we're all like, hey, we got a good one. 
I yeah. think speaks to the fact that we haven't had a lot of and, good wins. And really it was only good because the Jags were totally messed up the fourth quarter. They did. They, they had two t- awful, awful drives to let the New Orleans back, back And a devastating drop. Just uh, Oh, that, my that God, that was it. so bad. Foster Moreau drops a I've, game-tying touchdown pass that just made you sick. I feel so bad for them because Derek Carr and Foster Moreau were both Raiders, so I felt like I was watching my team all over again. <laughs> and it was a very Raider-y moment. <laughs> it was. It had a lot of Raider sure DNA was. in that play for sure. Ashley's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. If you want to ask your Slee on the phone, that is how you do that, like Alex in Torrance has executed. Alex, what's your ask Slee? All right. Happy Friday, guys. I'm on my way to Los Verdes, Travis, to play around a golf. Nice. Love that spot. TV. Great spot. Oh, I've, I've never been. Oh, you're going to have a good time. Good, man. Good. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Slee, so we see a lot of celebrities uh, doing these like boxing matches and stuff like that. Who would be your ultimate celebrity matchup in a UFC fight? UFC fight ultimate. um, All right, celebrity. Alex, appreciate you calling in. All right, Trav, I want to workshop this one with you. Um, The Paul, what's, uh, is it Logan Paul? There's there's a Jake and a Logan Paul. I don't know who's who. Paul Logan? Paul Logan, Paul Jake, Logan Jake. I don't don't know, but they're brothers and they fight. I'm going to tell you why I want one of them. And I think it's Jake Paul is the one that's been really kind of more predominantly the boxer. The reason why I want him in a UFC fight is he's bringing all these dudes. I'll use the last one. What did he, it was like Nate Diaz or something like that. Nate Diaz is as good as it gets. One of the one of the best in the business. Been there for a long time. You see, I just hate how all these guys are going into their sport. I want to see that dude just get demolished in a UFC. <laughs> I, I'm not paying for the the boxing ones, but I think I might pay for that one just because the guy runs his mouth as much as he does. Can Nate Diaz fight Jake Paul, but in UFC, I'll do something <laughs> like that just to see the guy get clobbered. But you would have to fight him in this scenario. Well, I thought he said just pick anybody. No, I'm not fighting anybody. Oh, no, that, that's not what, I, what I understood yeah. from Alex was who do you? What celebrities do you want to fight? Right. What celebrity no, no. would Slee like to fight? Oh, I heard it as the two celebrities he would want to see the fight the oh, most. Oh, okay. But well, if I'm if I'm going to fight a celebrity, I need I'm I'm instantly going to like take Paul. Yeah, take Jake. No, Paul, I'm I'm trust. going to like Kevin Hart or something. Like I'm trying to find somebody small. Danny Kevin Hart's trying. pretty fit, Slee. He's, He's very fit. strong. Yeah, fit that yeah, part Danny he DeVito. is. Uh, Danny DeVito, that's a good one. Age, uh, he's already too old. He doesn't look... I'm going to fight the most boring fight you can possibly watch, but at least I feel like I got a legitimate shot in it. I'm picking that girl from the Taylor Swift video. It's the only person I could beat. I <laughs> that Everybody else would tear me to pieces. It's okay. not happening. Uh, I have one from Shane. So, time traveler Slee steps into a time machine. What okay. period of history is he heading to? Man, we got it so easy right now. Travel every time I look back and they're like, Yeah, we had to they had to walk um a thousand miles to get from one part of the country that I'm like, Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I'm gonna go like the seventies. If I could go back, take me to I the seventies. The seventies were like Well, that's why. That that's why well, the re- he does, the no, 20s but, were like 
But the seventies <laughs> That's enough, Emily. Where you're like thirty years old in the seventies. Okay. And I'm just assuming that all they're doing is drugs. So, I was gonna say, so you just want to take time. drugs. That's what yeah, that's what you're gonna do. Well well listen, if I'm going to a different era, doesn't it just seem like there are a lot of eras that are way too tough? I feel like the seventies might be the era where I could at least still be myself here. I'm assuming in this the the time machine, you yep. you're able to come back when you want as well. Yeah, I'm assuming too. Like you don't have to get like you know, civil war. Or battlefield surgery, right? So like you, 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 you're able to. Because if I have a toothache, they're going. That's what in I'm saying. And, yeah, like a yeah. toothache. It's like, all right, let me shoot back to 2023. I'll get this fixed, and then I'll come back and watch the Gettysburg Address. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't have to be here for the rest of my life. Going to catch it in the paper the next day. <laughs> I think exactly. By or, the way, if, if I could go forward, I'm I'm much more interested in. Can I go like a hundred years from now and just where the hell are we in a hundred years? It's on fire. No, nobody will be anywhere. That's what's that. going to be going on. <laughs> Don't say that. Jorge. All right, this one from Christopher Holmes. Hey, what's up, Holmes? What's your favorite thing about Palm Springs? The food, architecture, or, or the unbearable heat? <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't, I was telling Travis, I have not spent much time in Palm Springs. I mean, really, the only times I'm even in that area is if I'm going you can kind of take long roundabout ways to get to Idlewild. You can take long route to get to Big Bear Joshua Tree. But to me, I have not spent a lot of time in Palm Springs. Like even when we were a kid's family, Trav, I don't golf, so it's not like I'm out there for golfing. Um, I don't. I, to be honest, even yesterday, I, literally, I got, I went straight to the arena, went into the uh, stadium, and then the game ends, and I'm driving my way down. I don't know Palm Springs very well. I really don't. Palm Springs is awesome from about the middle of november until the first or second week of may you you cannot beat it and then after that you'd rather be anywhere else because it's just so hot, hot. Yeah. yeah it's it's a lot one more for me slee francis and glendale who is the more annoying movie critic the book was so much better guy the looks for deeper meaning guy over the or the over analyzes guy and all of these things are what you're supposed to do as an analyst. I'm just letting <laughs> What was the second one? Say what the second one was. The second one was looks for the deeper meaning. I think that one might be the most annoying because <laughs> we talked about this earlier. I don't go into a movie thinking that deep about it. I just trying to get entertained for a couple of hours. Yeah. Trying to walk away saying, to my, hey, that was, that was good. You know, if I recommend it, if I don't, whatever the case is. The book things I don't mind as much because I'm sure that's probably true. I hate that there's always a reminder that you're going to just watch the movie. Well, you should just go read the books. can take you a month and a half. But I, <laughs> I do get why that would be better. I think looks for a deeper meaning is the one that I, I, I connect with the least. So when I was in college, I took some film criticism classes, which is, again, why I'm, I'm so passionate about this, why I like it. But I no surprise, was very talkative in those classes. This girl <laughs> next to me, uh, not to me, but I'm sure it was pointed at me. Uh, we were doing an, an entire class on uh, like stripes in gangster films. Stripes in spots. Stripes versus spots and different things. Like in costuming you're talking about? Costuming and in like, oh, there's a spot in my tie. You notice it, there's a big thing in Breaking Bad about it. Anyway, this girl next to me said, who cares? <laughs> they didn't think that deeply about it. And then the, th the thing is, is like, who cares this grade in this class and how you grade the literature of the film? That's kind of like the whole thing. So I understand her side of like, they didn't think that deeply about a spot versus a stripe. But then sometimes like Martin Scorsese, he does.
No, there. But that's great for the ten people that are paying attention to those super little small yeah, exactly. details like that. Like cool if you want to go that. But I'm a yeah, that was cool yeah. or that kind of sucked. But, those but are the more only for me to her. Don't take a film criticism. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the well, Matrix, the girl with the red dress. That that it's things like, like that. Yeah. It's the I red think, dress. Why? I think it also comes out like if somebody's really passionate in that stuff, that's okay. It's just not for me, right? Like I'm not. I don't think I'll ever have the knowledge that somebody else is going to have when they go see a movie. All right, Lincoln Riley is talking again, and he didn't call you an idiot this time, Slee, but he's already trying to tell you something different. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.